0: And welcome back to another night of Who Wants to Be a Billionaire. I'm joined with our contestant from yesterday, Ben. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm ready to win $1 million. Okay. All right. I like the attitude. In case anybody might have missed yesterday's show, first of all, shame on you. But uh, Ben is on a roll. He, he's on fire. He's six questions away from being a billionaire. He has all of his lifelines left. So let's get down to business. Let's play Who Wants to Be a Billionaire. Okay, Ben. Are you ready? I I am. I, I think I can do it. Okay, for twenty-five thousand dollars, your question is When was the first pipe organ invented? Was it A fourteen ninety two? Was it B nineteen forty two? Was it C three hundred BC? Or was it D September twenty second, two thousand four? Uh okay, Regis. Uh, I I think i'm thinking i'm between a or b i think i'm gonna have to ask the audience though use my lifeline okay all right time to ask the audience and uh, due to unusual circumstances i i don't know what really happened but there's only one uh, audience member here today regis is it because we're just sitting in your living room isn't terry cruz the host now Hey, Regis is the once and forever host of Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Don't you ever forget it? Okay, I'm sorry. All right, you are the host. You are the host. All right, let's ask the audience. Uh, the only person here is Brian. Hey, 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 guys, how's it going? All right, Brian, do I have to read the question again? Because you okay. probably heard it. No, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it to him. Here we go. <clears throat> okay, audience, first pipe organ invented. A, hey, 1492. B, 1942, C, 300 BC, or D, September 22nd, 2004. Okay, I feel like I should know this. This seems like I. I you know what? Yeah, I. I yeah, I remember. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Lost Unlocked with Chris and Brian. Lost Unlocked is the most spoiler-free podcast about the hit TV series Lost. I am Brian and that means this guy over here is the organ master himself, Chris.
1: Hello everybody. Brian, did you know that the first organs were created by God and Adam? You know, the liver, the kidneys, especially the kidney. (laughs) Sorry about that. you know... The organ, the keyboard, or pipe organs were actually produced, guess where? In ancient
0: Greece, way back in about 300 BC. Ah, man, that's, uh, that's an oddly specific piece of information for you to drop there, Chris. I don't, I don't really know what to say. Well, it just seemed like something you'd need to know in the future. That's right. That's right it was uh, Chris told me one time that the first pipe organ was invented in 300 BC. Okay so the audience thinks is C 300 BC bed what do you say? Uh, I, I really thought it was a or B but I think I'm gonna to have to trust the audience. Okay is that your ultimate vital last answer locked in eternity forever no take back yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, I think it's C. 300 BC. Okay. Yes, that is correct. 300 oh. BC is the answer. Oh, good. It's getting, getting intense in here. It's getting, getting pretty wild. Next question for $50,000. Okay. I'm ready. Which Star Wars character is small, old, and green? Is it A, Yoda, is it B, Kermit the Frog, is it C, Regis, or is it D, Chewbacca? Oh, oh man. I haven't seen any of the Star Wars movies ever. So, I don't know. I think I know what it is. Just let me sit here and think for like 20 minutes. Is that okay, Regis? There is no time limit on Regis's Who Wants to Be a Billionaire. Take your time. All right. Let me think. It's happy again. Welcome to Happy Hour. This is the part of the show where we talk about the thing that has us happy for the week. Ben, what are you bringing to the table, man? What is your happy hour? Choice of the day? Week. D- hunt? The day. weekly day. The weekly yes. show. On this Monday, which is the day that these shows get released, and definitely the day we record them, too, right? Yeah, we, we record them and then release them at midnight somehow. Yes. We, we're really good. I think we yeah. re- rewind time, probably. I don't know. Yeah, February, Monday, like, the 16th. Like a regular Prince of Persia. Ooh. Or that girl from Life is Strange. Max yeah, from Life is Strange. So, my happy hour pick this week is board games again, but different ones. Um, Okay, wait a minute. Let me check the rule book. I'm going back. I'm looking through my notes. And I believe that you had board games as your happy hour back in uh, episode episode one? All the the way back, just a few episodes ago. Of our new continuity? Number 36 it's the epic. official number. So, like, four podcasts to go? Yeah, but this, this is different. This is different. So, we, okay, but the first time you did it, was your happy hour the concept of board games or specific board games like Scrabble and Scrabble Jr.? and <laughs> <laughs> Words with Friends, the board game. Uh, I, I love that that's a thing. It I, makes me so happy. I'm delighted. I, I do not understand that. No, uh, it was, I think, the specific one because we don't have a board game segment and we can't come up with a good title for one. But if we did, we would do that occasionally. So, listeners, Photoshop Challenge. Think of a title. That's not... That's... Hmm. Okay, don't okay. <laughs> don't Photoshop Challenge that. That doesn't make sense. Uh, write us in if you have a suggestion for a board game title segment that isn't B-O-R-E-D games, because that's the best that we got. This time, it is something, it is two, I guess, three very specific games that uh, we recently picked up. Uh, One is called Dead of Winter, one is called Concept, and one is called Gotcha. Which would you like to hear about first? Concept. Concept. Uh. It's an interesting concept for a board game. Mm. I'm trying to think how to even describe this game. Okay, so it's kind of like Pictionary without drawing, but with concepts instead of drawing. So if you're not drawing what are you say is it charades but without no acting okay so you have a board that has a bunch of different concepts on it there's like male and female there's historical and like fictional and they're not just the words it'd be really boring board it's like fun pictures and there's like one for nature and there's one for a bunch of different colors this is i don't this is like i don't know 10 maybe even like a 100 or something different concepts on this board and you draw a card that could say something like uh the civil war or say something like Yoda. And then you put down a big green question mark to show that this is the main idea of the concept. So I put it on male. So you know I'm thinking of a person who is male. And then you have a bunch of little green squares that go with your green question mark. That you have to put on a bunch of different ideas to go with your main idea. So I put it on old, small, green, and like smart. And fictional. So you, Okay, so you're looking for someone that has all of those concepts. And you need to come up with... The main idea. And if it gets harder, you could put down, like, a red exclamation point and then have a bunch of red squares in the board to have, like, a subconcept, like, a location. If you wanted to somehow show – well, that doesn't really work with Yoda. But if you want to show, like, America for something, you could put down uh, your main concept red on, like, location and then have red, white, blue, and star all on there. So you maybe think, oh, yeah, America. can't but Yoda, is there a, is there a concept of the swamp planet of Dagobah? Is that is you that can, in there? That wouldn't be the concept I would go with for that one. I'd probably sub concept. I would have one uh, the big one on the movie, and then one on the one that looks like a nighttime sky, and one on the battle space. So maybe you go yeah. movie Star Wars, and then the other players have to guess the main concept, or yeah, the, they, yeah, they try to guess what's on the card, which in that case would be Yoda, and uh, if they guess it they get, I think, one fewer point than you yourself get. Whoever gets it first. Okay. It, it's, it sounds a uh, lamer than it actually is, because it's actually really fun trying to get it. Megan is really good at guessing. It's like reverse 20 questions. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I Because it's kind of a game for both teams, because, I mean, like simultaneously, one team's trying really hard to figure it out, and you were just trying to find any way to get across this crazy idea like i think i remember more i got i got some really weird ones i know yeah i have some cards right here you want to hear some of the things that you can do uh it's separated into easy hard and challenging challenging in the rule book says it's not recommended for anyone who is not already a good player oh okay do do a challenging one uh there is let's see david and goliath was challenging but i didn't think it was that challenging They got it pretty fast. So I had one on, uh, I think it started on religion for my main concept. And then I had battle. And then I think I had uh, two different green squares on the male space. But I stacked up some of the green squares to make one of them look taller. Ah. So it was like a tall guy and a short guy. And they fight in the Bible. And they got David and Goliath really fast. And uh, let's see. Pour money down the drain. I don't really know what I would do for that one, so I think we we just didn't even do that one because it's that's hard one. But then it's like easier stuff stuff, I guess. Nutella, you could have tasty and brown, I guess, and maybe try to show some kind of location to go with it. Where do you where do you buy Nutella? Grocery is a grocery store a concept? Oh no, you'd have to make that as a sub concept, oh. where it's like building and then you have the one on money and one with i think food food building John Stewart is on here Oh the the late John Stewart rest in peace John Stewart Tom Thumb Cucumber 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea You would have one on book and title and then you just try to get it from there I don't know it Then and it's then fun. ocean water Yeah there there is a like a water drop space you can use for that you could try to use it for uh, like just liquid in general. Like I think I had seahorse. So I had my main concept on animal. Then I had one on pink and in uh, the water space. Because I, when I think of seahorse, I think they're kind of pinky. There's no like, peach space or uh, whatever color they are. And then they still weren't getting it. And uh, I think my sister kept saying like animals that have the word water in them or something instead of thinking of aquatic animals mm. but eventually i think there was like a swirly space because there one a bunch of different shapes so i'd swirly and i as my subconcept. no my subconcept concept was torso and then i put swirly as its other idea that goes with that so yeah, water animal that's pinkish swirly torso and megan got it eventually because she is just magic at this game Sounds like an interesting premise for a game. It is. It's hard to explain how fun it is, but it's actually really fun. We had to pause a game because my sister had to go home last time, but we just have it sitting on the table waiting to get back to it. No, it's really good. Uh, Which next one? Gotcha. Can you pause pause a board game? (laughs) Well, we just leave it on the table. Everyone has the stuff they have, and we're going to play again this next coming weekend. Okay. It's not like uh, if you're playing like Souls of Catan... We're like, oh wait, well, what was my plan last time? I don't remember anymore. My my plan for Settlers of Catan is always to build the longest road. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have a hard time getting into that game because I have only played it once. Yeah, that's, so, that, would, that would be a problem then. <laughs> and I don't th- think it was a full game that time. But also be I think it's because of the subject matter. Like all right, Dead of Winter is another game I got. It's a strategy game, not exactly like Catan, but it is strategy um, maybe on the same level as that. But is it it's like hex based? Are no. You, is it is it resource management? Do you have to get sheep and wood and wheat? No, see that that's probably my problem with games <laughs> like that. I don't find that kind of thing relatable or interesting, if it's stuff what? like sheep you're, and wheat. You're settling this land of Catan, and you need these resources to build settlements. It's great. I'll just play this Civilization. Is, is there a Civilization board game? That'd be cool. No, but I'll just play the game game. Now with this one, uh, each person gets two survivors shuffled randomly. There are a lot of different cards and rules that it helps... Once you know how to play, or at least... If one person knows how to play, it's usually okay. Because they can just say, here are your options. These are the things you get to do this turn. But uh, So you have two survivors. They're like crisis cards that come up every round. And as a group, you have to all decide if you want to contribute to it. But you could also secretly not contribute to it. Because, alright, it's hard to explain. There are a lot of different like things how this game works. So there's one main idea that everyone's working towards. Like the one we did, we had to collect zombie corpses by like killing, I think a certain number of zombies, so we could study them. But then everyone has their own individual, uh, like, motivation. And some of the cards, I think a third of them, are betrayal cards, where your goal, what? Oh, this sounds, this sounds like one of my favorite video games of all time. Are you saying there's a group of people? And you're working together on a main objective, but every player has a (laughs) sub-secret objective that the other players don't know about. Yes, but no, no, it's nothing like that terrible, terrible game. It's just like Hall of War as the cartel. No, no. The greatest video game of all time. No. See, most people have a good personal objective, and multiple people can win this game. If, as a group, your colony completes the main objective, and more people, you know, my sister and Megan both have their their personal objectives done, they can both win. But mine, this time, happened to be a betrayal objective, where right? I had to get four guns, equip them to four survivors, and then get the place's morale down to zero. And there are various things that do that. Like if you have starvation like uh, in your colony, if you're like, I think low on food, but you have too many survivors, you start getting starvation tokens. Anytime a survivor dies, morale goes down. So all I had to do was get four guns and take morale down to zero. And so uh, after that, like after it was revealed that I was a betrayer the whole time, uh, you get to read a little thing in the book where it was really creepy. I my character went out and I guess shot everyone else in the colony in the end, and that was the ending of the game. <laughs> There's a pretty dark turn. Uh, the survivors are really interesting. There's like a mall Santa survivor. My favorite was I got a dog named Sparky, and I equipped a pistol to him. And he was one of the people who went on the colony shooting people. I don't, I don't know. And there are like multiple locations you have to go to to scavenge for supplies. There's like a gas station, a police station, a school, a hospital, stuff like that. And each place has a different, or has a few different types of supplies. So you're not going to find fuel at the police station as much as you will. You'll find a lot more of it at the gas station. You need all these things for different reasons. And after everybody's turn is a colony turn, and during that one, more zombies show up, among other things, based on where you are. So you have to, like, balance searching and, like, giving supplies and using supplies and, like, fighting a zombie certain ways or traveling places. You have to roll, like, an exposure die where you can get bitten. My sister lost two people who got bitten. It... I don't know. She's really bad at rolling dice, and that's not mean. She'll <laughs> say that to you any time. She she's super unlucky. So that that's how she had two people get bitten and die in the game. So it's like zombies, Settlers of Catan. No, oh, I don't know. I wouldn't say it's like so. It's, it's, no, it's, it's like it's like zombie Oregon Trail. Kinda. It, it it's I can't think of what an example. But I liked having maybe like the mole sort of, but zombies, mm. because everyone is working for themselves except there could be multiple betrayers depending on how the cards are dealt I don't know, it's hard to explain also but it's really fun <laughs> Do you, can you get to the end of the game and then all the players have to fight each other like the end of Double Dragon you could make that the idea if you want to if there are multiple betrayers man that's how the Call, that's how the call of War as the cartel ended I know but yeah, you, you definitely need to play this because it'll be really fun with four people I'd definitely would like to try it out, sounds cool and concept, I think, is the one. No, no, gotcha, gotcha is the third game. That's one that you could probably play over Skype sometime. Mm. All right. So I think I've talked about Furt and Quelf before on the podcast. Well, uh, there are certain blue cards in those games, and the blue ones always mean you have to do something weird for the rest of the game, like talk in a funny voice at a certain you know for a while until you get a new blue card, or like have to turn your hand the whole time. It sounds embarrassing, Ben. I would never be caught dead doing a funny voice. Oh, you you did many a funny voice. No, I've got I have one default human voice. Human, that's just how I speak. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. You. I don't trust that you're even human anymore. Oh, uh, but this is kind of only those cards. Sort of. All right. So there's a board, and there's a buzzer, and you actually start not at the very end of the board, but, like, four spaces away from one end of the board. All right, so you have a few cards. You draw a card every turn, blah, blah, blah. But uh, you can play a card that says... I think the default is, is all males is one space and all females is another space. So you could put a rule card beneath that. So all the females in the game would have to only whisper. And if anyone gets caught doing... Or, like, not whispering at any point before, I guess, it goes around one whole round... You can hit the buzzer, call them out on it, and uh, you get to move forward two, and they have to move backward one. Mm. So you have to be vigilant about what you need to do and what other people are doing. And so there's some cards that are just rule cards, and then there are cards where you can change the part that says male or female to people who are wearing black or people with beards, people with earrings, just anything like that. And then there's also a third type of card where you can give someone a personal rule. That only they have to follow. So I obviously gave my sister the one that is, you cannot laugh. And then she also had to whisper, I think, pump her fist in the air every time, like she dealt a card or something. Uh, At one point, I think none of us were allowed to say the word turn. So we couldn't Mm -hmm. say, it's your turn. Uh, And I think. All right, my sister had the best combination. She had to point at anyone she was talking to, but then after that, she also got one where she had to say their name before talking to them further. so, she, oh, it, so, it's, <laughs> so it's just pretty much how I am in real life all the time anyway. <laughs> oh, I was thinking it was like uh, Rob Lowe when he first shows oh, up on Parks, Parks and Rec. Rec? Yeah. yeah, like Ben Cobb. And she had to point and say my name and then continue on with what, everything she wanted to say. Yeah, but so everyone can have because they can all have different rules and different rules apply to different people. You really have to kind of pay attention to make sure you're doing the right thing, and to make sure everyone else is, or hoping they're not. I think my favorite card of all of them might have been you can only hold cards with your thumb and pinky, and so it got really hard to pick anything up and read anything. I don't know. It, it it's it's fun though. It's like fun and silly. Yeah, sounds like a good uh, social. Social type game, yeah. Oh, it definitely is. Probably play like a large group of people. That would be stig- like, it'd get hard with that many. Yeah, like five people together, like a large group of five, a, a huge, large group of five people. <laughs> so, of the games, it's like one that's more <clears throat> slightly more thinky, but it's not like like Trivial Pursuit Adult Edition, not Adult Edition, uh, <laughs> like Crazy Genius Edition. That's it, not like Genius Edition. We have to think a little bit with one. One is more strategy, and one is more fun party. Yeah, it sounds like you have all of your game bases covered. Yes. And, yeah, the fun party one, you could probably do as long as you at least had, like, playing cards in front of you and pretended to draw those and would just tell you what cards you had. Hmm. Because you kind of have to hold cards weird sometimes. But that's the only thing. Other than that, you could totally play it. I don't know. It's really fun. I recommend whichever, whichever of those games appeals to you most. You recommend all the games. They will yeah. get a full a full recommendation from Ben. Yes. Well, two of them together. I think Concept and uh, uh, Dead of Winter together are about $100 total because they have a lot of pieces involved. And it's Oof. very high quality. Games are expensive. <laughs> Those kind. I mean, you can buy a lot of games for like 20 bucks, but then you're going to have like the flimsy paper and all that. So I don't mind sometimes. It was worth it. We don't often go out and buy big video game stuff. I mean, board game stuff. I, you can go buy a a $2 chess set but the board is just drawn on the back of a paper plate. Yeah, you could. Uh, gotcha. That was like 20 bucks. In fact, if anyone wants to check out my Etsy page, I'm selling handmade chess uh, <laughs> hand handcrafted art artisanal chess boards. There's a big Happy each, Cast logo on it too. Each one's numbered and they only cost 2 bucks. Ooh, you go higher than that. <laughs> They're artisanal. You have to you have to go higher than that. I do it I do it for the love of drawing chessboards on the back of paper <laughs> plates. Uh I, no. <laughs> also you have to you have to bring your own pieces. BYO pieces. <laughs> you carve them out of crackers. Yes, animal crackers. All right. So, I've talked too much about board games. What is your happy hour? Well, Ben, thank you for asking. I'm powerful. <clears throat> Uh, my happy hour is—we're recording this in February, of course. Yes. So, this is this is an old happy hour. This kind of happened uh, over a year ago. It's like last year. It was a year ago, December. But after after being not being able to see very well for many years, I had my eyes examined, and turns out I needed some corrective lenses. So I got a pair of glasses, and they're great. That's my happy hour. I'm able to see. It's fantastic. That's pretty good. I can read road I can read like road signs as I'm driving. <laughs> you couldn't before? <laughs> no, no, I had trouble reading road signs. It's uh yeah. I'm glad great. you had those when we came to visit. Yeah, I did a lot of driving you guys around, so it was good that I was able to see the road and where we were going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that, that is good. Uh but what what about like l- losing your glasses? That happen, has that happened has happened much to you? Never, no, never have. Well, not like full on losing, but like waking up not knowing where they are. I put them in the exact same spot every night as I go to bed. I feel like I do too, but then they sometimes somehow fall, and then I wake up and I am just blind. I have no I idea t- where it went. I, I I take them off. I sit them on my hardback copy of Stephen King's The Stand that I'll never <laughs> read.
1: Oh, it's like
0: it's it's a book that's so big. It's like a, it's like a it's it's, it's, it's his own nightstand. So I just put it on my copy of The Stand. Uh, nice, so Santa. Uh, 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 is that your turn of the screw? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, although I haven't read every Stephen King book. Although, was it turn of the screw? It was our mutual friend. Oh, yes. Yeah, so our turn of the screw had the reel behind it or something. That's right. Yeah. Apologies. It's I haven't watched the show in forever no i'd like to point out neither have i but i was still able to you ran a lost podcast <laughs> you you listened to the podcast yeah but it's your job to know all that stuff i was just supposed to listen and trust your opinions it's never a good idea to trust my opinions <laughs> well it uh, worked out pretty well with some movie choices recently you watched all the Fast and Furious movies. I know, and I, I almost regretted it after the first one, but then I'm really glad I kept going after the last one. If you like oh, stupid action movies. It's so stupid. It's amazing. The Rock's in it. He's got tons of charisma. Oh, He's good. So glasses. The, yeah, how do glasses. you keep them clean? Uh, you know, with, uh, soap and water. Is that how you clean glasses? I, I'd lost, how, my, I always lose that little rag they give you all the time. That's how I clean mine. I just, uh, I clean mine with soap and water and paper towels. Is that the right way to do it? Paper towels are usually too rough for glasses. You're supposed oh, to use yeah. that, what is it, microfiber cloth? Uh, no, paper towels. No. I try to use my, uh, my blanket specifically. It's like really, really soft, so I've been using that. But uh, my glasses just get dirty all the time, and I don't know how or why. It is troubling when that happens. It's consistently get dirty. And I'm That's blind great. without them, so I kind of have to get used to reading around smudges. Maybe I'm just bad at it. It's pretty great. You always have a prop with you. I'll like to adjust the glasses or take them off and and clean them. Have you had an earpiece uh, start loosening and falling off yet? No. Do they do that? Uh, I think it might have been the way I was holding it when I cleaned it. Don't ever hold it by the earpiece. That's the tip for you. I don't. I don't have earpieces. Mine are just one solid piece. Oh. Oh, okay. Mine are like bendy. Ah, no, 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 not mine. Yeah, cause I I, I had them, and the earpiece. Well, I guess I was cleaned it weird, and like a screw fell out or something. Oh. And it wasn't just a screw. I, I they said it was a spring, cause I have like spring loaded glasses, I guess. And uh, they they said they could not fix it either. And I I think it's been about two weeks with my glasses only having only one earpiece on having to balance my head if i didn't move too much or if i kept my head really level it was fine but as soon as i bent down to put my shoes on oh there it goes fall off they start falling off and i have to catch them that does sound pretty bad that that was bad but yeah i've had them forever i guess since second grade not forever but longer than you yeah, no, I'm I'm going on 14 months, and I'm doing okay. I do miss wearing sunglasses. I was always a big fan of sunglasses, and you did I have tri- those I can't, when you were here. I can't. I tried wearing sunglasses over my regular glasses, and that doesn't work. You so need, I need bigger to get, sunglasses. I do. My sunglasses were never big enough. That was the problem. Need a giant wingspan on those glasses. No, I'm I'm just gonna end up buying uh, some prescription sunglasses at some point. But then you have to switch back and forth. And then it makes it easier to lose of some. Uh, I mean, I'll just have a system. I mean, the prescription ones will be for driving, and I'll just keep my other ones in a case in the console, and then I'll switch out when I need to. That's what you think now. Just wait until you've lived with them for years. <laughs> no, I'm going to figure it out. I did I did have one bad moment where I overslept one day, and I was almost late for work. So I was like, ah, oh, getting up, brush my teeth, throw my clothes on, find the socks, uh Combed my hair and then I got outside and started my truck and I was starting to go and I'm like, why does the world look so messed up? <laughs> <laughs> and I realized I was about to leave without my glasses. Uh yeah, th- that no, can that was never happen time. to me. <laughs> well, because uh, you know, I when I wake up, I'm pretty disoriented and things are blurry anyway. Yeah. But usually they clear up after a while. But it's like, no, everything still looks pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping. Oh. But yeah, glasses, glasses, and more board games. Would you ever consider contacts? How do you feel about I contacts? I used to have contacts actually. I had to stop because I was having really. I stopped sometime when I was in college. So I moved about forty five minutes away, and for some reason, my allergies were just terrible up there. It made mm-hmm. my eyes so watery and itchy. I just could not wear sun, uh, not sunglasses. I could not wear contacts anymore because I had to mm-hmm. rub my eyes, and they would all start moving around and tearing. So ever since then, I haven't worn contacts. I don't like the idea of putting something in my eye. I don't think I could get past that. I didn't think so either. But I was a kid, and I ended up being okay with it. Uh, the weirdest well. part is when you think they're already out, and you accidentally pull on your eye, or you think they're already, still in, but they fell out. <laughs> that does sound pretty bad. That, that was terrible. Bad. <laughs> the thing about glasses too, it's like it's like Bruce Wayne in Batman Year One, right? Glasses Where he's going, he's going out to fight crime. But in order to not be noticed, he put on, like, a fake scar and a couple of uh, key features. So then when people are talking about him later, it's like, he had a big scar. and looked like this. And they can't identify him because they just focus on the one thing. That's what glasses are like. I feel like if you took your glasses off, I would not recognize you. Who's <laughs> this guy? I don't know. Maybe. I'll show you a bunch of pictures of random people from my high school. And you can try to do, like, a photo lineup. Which one is Ben? I bet you'll figure it out. Maybe so. Okay, now that that wraps up Happy Hour, we're going to move forward to Bummer Patrol. But first, a quick word from this week's sponsor.
1: Ah, uh, hey. Hey, Harry,
0: how's it going, Deborah? It's me, Chad Snyder. Hey, Chad. Ah, gee, uh, I hope you're not too busy. I don't want to offend you, but I was just uh, wondering if you wanted to maybe get a drink after work. Well, that might be alright. We can head on over to my
1: new favorite place. It's this cute little bar on the west side of town that just
0: opened up. Oh, I-I haven't heard of it. What's it called? It's called the Friend Zone. Come to Crazy Dimitri's Friend Zone. It's bar where you make friend, bring friend. Have foosball, have pool. Don't forget bowling. Friday night, ladies night. Friday night, also guys night. Tuesday night, speed friending. 30 seconds to make friend. Thursday, it's friend swap, swap friend. So come to Friend Zone, where friend can be friend. Okay, I I, I think I know now. I hope I didn't waste too much of your time sitting here thinking for a while. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, A, Yoda. Okay, he thinks it's A, Yoda. Final answer. Man, that's my final answer, Terry uh, Regis. I'll let that one slide. And yes, A is the correct answer. Oh yes, oh I'm so good. You made it. You made it this far, Ben. Okay. You've only got a few more questions. This one's a big one. This is for a hundred thousand dollars. I want to take the money. No, wait, no, no, I don't take the money. <laughs> I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Okay. Okay. I thought I thought you might say that. All right. For a hundred thousand dollars. What year did the final episode of Deal or No Deal air? Is it A, 1492? Is it B, 2002? Is it C, 2087, or is it D, 2010? Hmm. Why? 1492 didn't work for me last time, so I think it might work for me this time. But I'm not 100% positive. I think I'm going to have to... Don't forget, you you have two lifelines left. Oh, yeah, I do. Can I ask the audience again? Uh, no, no, you cannot ask the audience. You have a 50 50 and a photo friend. Uh, I think Brian might know this one, but uh, let, let, let me just think again. I'll be back after I come out of my mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Bummer Patrol part of the show. Talk about the things this guys, down in the dump. Spin, what is your Bummer Patrol pick of the week? Ah, uh, This week, I think I'm going to go with your Bingo. Neighbors. Oh, nah, I have more things that have happened since then, but I will save that for they some other time. Have, they should have their own segment. Uh, so really? <laughs> yes. Have to, have to yes. talk about them more. No, 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 not not you talking about them. They should have their own segment. No, that's the worst idea. Having <laughs> to have them anywhere near me. No, uh, it's bingo. The game. The 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 f- dog. The word. When people say bingo, all right. So some people can pull off bingo, and it, it sounds okay. Like I've heard your ex podcast host say bingo just on, on rare occasion. And that's been fine. He can pull it off for some reason. But then I keep reading, like, I'll read comments online and someone will say, bingo. And I just feel like they're just a, oh, a terrible person for some reason. I hate it so much. That's a bingo. Oh, that's. Not, I don't think it's where they say that. But it's just bingo. And then they go on to give their own point. It just drives me crazy. I don't know why. Mm. I really hate that phrase now. I'm not sure if I'm guilty of it. If you are, then you don't sound like a terrible person when you say it. <laughs> bingo. <laughs> or else I wouldn't. Uh. Right? Is that is that how you're imagining them saying that? No, whatever they. Say, I don't know. It sounds like they're just being all like, "I'm obviously better than you." Whenever they say it, I don't know why. It ah, uh. <laughs> it's bingo. weird. Everyone, call in your bingos so we can hear yeah. who sounds terrible. Yep, America's got bingo. Uh the game I'm okay with. I mean, it's kind of this random chance. So it's like deal or no deal? Yep. It's like, yep, exactly like deal or no deal. Who wants to make a no deal? Uh, I do. Uh, can you say no deal immediately as soon as you get on the show? Wait. Yeah, I think people do. They always, you mean deal, right? Just no. take the first deal? No. I mean, like, say no deal, you want whatever's in your case. Is that how that oh. works? maybe is that how you would play you just pick a case and it's like this is it this is what i have well i know when it gets down to two you you can pick which case you want like, do you want that one or the one that you have with you and so I, I just at the very start i'd be like i just want this case i'm good i would t- i would just take the first deal like okay deal what if it's just like ten dollars i'll take it <laughs> that's ten more dollars than they had if it's ten dollars you could probably go up higher than that are there empty suitcases, or do they all have no. some amount? They all have something from low to high. Now, I would like the game more if there was some kind of, you had to do like a crazy stunt or something before you get to open each case. So it feels more like you're doing something and not standing there picking numbers randomly. Is, is that even still a thing? I feel like that game might be gone now. It just disappeared off the face of the earth at some point. Uh, I Last I heard, it was still on. But I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah, but it's oh, and you hit the nail on the head. That one also drives me crazy, for the same reason as bingo. There are other ways to say you agree with someone than having to rely on bingo. And you hit the nail on the head. I I didn't. Wow, I I didn't realize that uh, these idioms were so so bothersome. But I feel like you've really uh, you've really illuminated it. You've really uh, you've really hit the nail on the head with this. This Uh, number control. No, no. Pull yourself up by your bootstrap. I hate, I hate that one. So do you just, you just don't like idioms? Is that? No, just certain ones. Ones that people overuse way too much. Like bingo. Ah, I hate bingo. I'm trying to think if I've ever actually heard anybody say bingo. It looks like the last episode was actually in 2010. So they decided not to make a deal on their contract renewal. Yeah. Their... Well, I I have because I I heard Chris say it on a Lost and Locked podcast once. Soon after I was complaining to you about the word bingo, but he didn't sound terrible when he said it. So you just don't like terrible people. Yeah. That's your real Bumper <laughs> Patrol. No, it's it's terrible people are cool with me as long as they're not saying bingo. Uh, you hear you hear this terrible people as long as you don't use the, the, these like three idioms. Ben is cool with you. You can come be a terrible person around him anytime. I bet my neighbor says bingo all the time. Well, it's only because he goes to a weekly bingo game. bingo game. <laughs> bingo, the Tigers. Yep. <laughs> yeah. to <So> the weekly <laughs> bingo Tigers game. Yeah, he plays. Uh, yeah, he plays bingo with Bengals. That and um, and the, the Bengals walk the, like the, an Egyptian. The Bengals too. Yeah, wow. it's impressive. All right, so I'll stop ranting about my thing what is your bummed about what no what are you bummed about okay all right so this is a long road to mine it's not a traditional pick uh so stick with me it's it opens up with a story about a man named brady yes he was uh raising three boys of his own i think is is it oliver is that your bummer patrol cousin oliver is the worst no i'm cousin oliver's cool with me i bet he says bingo though Ah, he is the worst then. Okay, so here let me let me let me set the table for this bumper patrol. the other day I'm uh, I'm I'm out out with my roommate. Uh somebody runs into the grocery store to buy uh a couple of items. I'm sitting out in the, the vehicle with my roommate, or just sitting there listening to the radio or whatnot. I see somebody I see a guy walk out of the store and uh you know, this guy let me let me paint you a mind picture of what this guy looks like. Ooh, uh, he had uh, d- dark, dark hair, kind of, kind of messy uh, uh, glasses. He's kind of, kind of a, you know, a kind of a bigger guy, but you know, he carried it well. He had a confidence about him, and I, I just, I just remember thinking, like, that guy, that guy seems like he's got it figured out. That guy's doing all right. I bet that would be like a cool dude to hang out with, you know. He, he's, you know, he he knows what he knows what he's doing. Does he say bingo? And then, and then I, I said bingo. Oh no, no. But then, uh, then, then, as I'm thinking this, my roommate kind of looks over and sees him too, and his response was, like, "Oh, hey, hey, Brian, that guy kind of, that guy kind of looks just like you." And then I'm like, "Oh, ah, does he? <laughs> yeah, okay, you're right. Sorry, that's my mistake. I didn't realize that that's what I was doing. It's just like that guy's pretty cool. That guy seems like..." Uh, you know, cool, a cool guy to hang out with. Probably. Were you just looking in the mirror one morning, and this is what your story is? Yeah, it's just me. I was looking in the rearview mirror, and you're like, "Yeah, you're a cool guy. And, you and can my, do it." And my roommate points at the mirror and says, "That guy looks just <laughs> like you." Did, did, did your roommate know the difference, or was he making fun of you? I, the rearview mirror thing, not of the, the, real of the, life the mirror. <laughs> Uh, now he he's just not familiar with the concept of mirrors. I guess oh, it was a new my. thing for him. Not about the real life thing. Uh, so. I guess my bum and patrol is that that's one of those things where I didn't see it, but I guess it would have been apparent to to anybody else. There there are those things about ourselves that we're just too close to, but then like uh, anybody else can point it out from the outside. Like somebody can say, like, like, oh, hey, you say this thing all the time, and then you realize, like, do I, do I really say that? Do I do that? Do I really yeah. say bingo that much? Do I, do I always say bingo? Like every other word out of my mouth is that's a bingo. Uh, how do you know this guy wasn't you from the future? No, oh, maybe he was. And maybe he was going to warn you about your assassination. No, the, he was going to warn me that he was about to assassinate me. Uh oh, is this Looper now? Yep, yep. Yeah, it's a real, a real looper situation going on. I haven't seen it, but I know that much. in Bruce Willis. It's a uh, time travel sci-fi movie starring Bruce Willis. So naturally, I thought it was great. Ah, well, yeah. Any parts of that sentence, really? I guess. are so. Would it be triple great then? Time travel, sci-fi, and Bruce Willis. Sure. Yeah, and uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. He was pretty good. Oh, he's Nightwing, in my head. Ah, yes. Yeah, so bingo and that guy. Not that guy. Oh. The idea that, <laughs> that really there are things like about that ourselves guy. that we don't know. No, that guy was cool. That guy is my happy hour pick. He's a cool guy. In your mind, he is, though. You, don't, you never actually went and talked to him, did you? He was He was a rad dude with lots of attitude. But you didn't talk to him. No, I'm not going to walk up to strangers. What are you talking about? Yeah, hey, dude, you look like me. Hey, uh, twins, right? <laughs> 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 Just go tell him that you are his father. Wouldn't that be the worst? Is if somebody walked up to you like, "Oh, look at look at us, we're twins, we look alike." Especially if he didn't think so. (laughs) That would be really unfortunate. Maybe I should start doing that to random people that look nothing like me now. (laughs) Oh, okay, maybe you shouldn't. (laughs) Her just like, ah, red red shirt brothers. Look look at our red shirts. (laughs) Whoa, no. All right, now I have no idea what I'm going to wear next time that we are in the same place because you're going to do that. I think that's how gangs start. <laughs> that just happened to both be wearing. Oh, we're exactly. both wearing blue today. Yeah, and then just a bunch of people gathered together wearing blue shirts, and then yeah, next thing you know, you've got a gang on your hands. Might as well do crime now that we're all here together. Let's let's go do crimes. <laughs> that's how they say it too. <laughs> we do know the ways of the street. It's true. It's true. All right. So but it... that's it. That's my bummer petrol, Ben. I guess we're done then the whole podcast the show is done this one's really it's been a long podcast man feels like a, the longest podcast we've done i know but i guess we better keep going we are okay. contractually obligated to continue okay well in that case um we're gonna play a uh, play a quick round of channel surfing but before we get there we have a special gag guest segment <laughs> A, uh, a gecko segment. I think that's what's i on uh, gex, gex the Gecko. I like that game. Wouldn't it be great if we got Gex the Gecko to be on the podcast? I bet we could. I don't think anyone's doing do, do anything with his rights. I think he's probably like a distant relative of the Geico Gecko. Ah, or maybe it's the same guy. And this is just his job now. Yeah, yeah, because you look at Gex the Gecko, that's like a younger, cooler Gecko. And then he got kind of older and mellowed and matured a bit. And now he's like trying to sell you car insurance. Yeah, poor poor Gex. How many people do you think listening know what Gex the Gecko is? Is that a uh, common. Two, maybe? Okay, all right. Us? Okay, my apologies then. Oh, wait, no. Let me let me change my Bumper Patrol. Last minute Bumper Patrol uh, change. Here it is. My <laughs> Bumper Patrol is earlier I was struck by the very strong realization that I will probably one day get an ironic tattoo, and it made me sad. Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. I just know it's going to happen. I'm going to wake up one day. I'm going to be like roll up my sleeve like look it's california raisins right those guys are great why would you why would you want to do that i don't i don't want to but it's going to happen i can't i can't prevent it it's out of my hands man you probably could prevent it by just not doing it i'm gonna get i'm gonna get like a uh a a life-size tattoo of jar jar binks that just says gungan life on it oh gungan style yep exactly uh, so. so, what about that guest segment? <laughs> oh, right, the guest segment. Uh, yeah, we have a quick guest segment, so let's roll into that and then we'll do channel surfing afterward.
1: Hello, hello, hello! And welcome to Punny Disposition! It's America's sweet pundit, the new today. And here are the top five puns of this week. Number five, a new type of broom just came out, it's sweeping the nation. (laughs) Number four, the other day I held the door open for a clown. I thought it was a nice jester. Number three, a relief map shows where the restrooms are. Number two, what's the definition of a will? It's a dead giveaway. Uh And number one, when the cannibal showed up late to lunch, they gave him the cold shoulder. Uh This has been Punny Disposition. Now back to the regularly scheduled programming.
0: Okay, okay. I journeyed my mind, palace. I'm pretty sure it is D, 2010. Final answer, Regis. Okay, you seem pretty confident. Regis likes that. Oh. You, say you say it's D-2010, and yes, you are correct, oh. 2010. You have just won $100,000. Oh, I'm so good at this game. Oh. Don't, don't, get, don't, don't get too far ahead of yourself. Oh. You're three questions away from taking the big enchilada. Oh. And then also, in addition to this big enchilada, you're going to get a million dollars. Oh, I don't even like enchiladas. I'll give that to Brian. I'll keep the million dollars. Okay. Next question for a quarter of a million dollars and the quarter of this big enchilada. Uh, I take the money. Who wrote the novel Get Shorty? Is it A, Elmore Leonard? Is it B, Lenmo Elmsky? Is it C, Mark Twain? Or is it D, Bob Saget? Uh, Can I use ask the audience? I... I can't. I don't have any times I have to tell you. You only have one ask the audience and you wasted it. Oh, can I use double dip? Uh, no, no. 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 That is not a real thing. <laughs> there are only three lifelines. Do not bring any of this new age billionaire uh, stuff into I, my house. Okay, I'm my sorry, literal Regis. house. I'm sorry Regis. I'm sorry Regis. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I think I'm going to have to... I'm starting to do this to you. I have to do it one more time. I have to think back. I'm pretty sure we podcasted about this once. Not, not you and I, but uh, Brian and I, your good friend, Brian. All right, let, let me think. Joyce, Joyce, can you, can you, like, bring me some food while this kid's thinking over here? Regis, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. And you're just uh. you're yelling at your wife. <laughs> out. Thank you, the new today, for the pun countdown, or the count pun, right? That's how it that works. Pun down. Oh right, sorry. Pundit, pun pundit. Yes, yes. Cold shoulders and such. Yes, thank you for that, you. Uh, all right, so now let's do a quick, quick round of channel surfing. Uh, it's going to be our uh, television talk segment for the uninitiated. Um, oh yes. So Ben, what's uh, what's your channel surfing? Uh, what have you been watching on TV? What's uh, what's on the old tube? I have been watching a little unknown show that's a spinoff of another little unknown show and it is better call saul Ah, yes the recently started breaking bad spinoff yes yeah Uh, well breaking bad if you don't know what breaking bad is which is probably most of you uh Mm -hmm. it's this guy who makes meth for fun yeah yeah, for fun (laughs) is that really the best description like it's a hobby like knitting yeah yeah money equals fun yeah, as this teacher, cancer, money to pay for cancer, fixed, and then cancer fixed, but he still make money with drugs. He still make money <laughs> with drugs. Well, Better Call Saul is a spinoff where the uh, the funny lawyer guy from Breaking Bad is here, and we get to see his rise to being a bad person. Yes, it's it is a prequel series. It is yeah. the Phantom Menace of the Breaking Bad universe, no, is what I hear. No. No. Well, it's kind of it might also be a sequel with how it started. It's a prequel. Sure, sure. But uh, oh, uh, yeah, it has I think the same team behind Breaking Bad, so it has the really good visuals and directing and writing and everything. It's only been two episodes so far. They've already done callbacks to the show that you don't have to have seen Breaking Bad. I guess to enjoy this show, even you could just watch this show. Yeah, it's, it's like it, sad so far. It it stands it stands on its own. I think it's, yeah. it. Uh, it 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 has a similar visual language that it uses and and tone, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's lighter thus far. But I, mean, I don't know. You say lighter still happened, it's but it's not grim. Yeah, but it's not like the main character is all being sad because he has cancer and he's dying. Sure. The sure, first season was pretty depressing. I thought of Breaking Bad, but so far there are sad things and dark things happening, but it's still funny somehow. Yeah, yeah. Saul. Uh, Saul Goodman. It's great, great character to carry his own show because he's one of those guys where anytime he's on screen talking, just the way. The dialogue's written and the way Bob Odenkirk delivers it's just a delight to hear that guy go off on these long tangents and speeches. Bob Odenkirk's just great regardless, I think. I think he's he's good in stuff. He's good in everything. Yeah, he was good on The Daily Show when he was guest on it, like, last Friday. Sure, sure. He was good in a small guest appearance in the first season of Arrested Development. Who was he? He was the marriage counselor. Oh, yeah, he was. I forgot about that. Oh, man. Saul's the best. I don't know. Watch that show if you liked Breaking Bad, or if you thought Breaking Bad was too depressing, watch this show. It's still dark, but it's less depressing so far. So that's something. Yeah, I I agree. I fully support your Better Call Saul pick. I think it's a little bit early to tell, but if things continue the way they are, I feel like it has an actual shot of being a better show than Breaking Bad. Ooh, I hope so. Breaking Bad will be tough, but they can do it. I think it's the same team, so I think they can do it. All right. What What about you? What are you doing? Uh yes. Speaking of shows that are better than Breaking Bad, Ben, my pick this week. Yes. He's is lost. an actual is an actual little known show. It's not little known. It's pretty popular. It's not huge though. It didn't really blow up the way I thought it would. Yeah. It is the it is the series Justified that airs on FX. Justified. What is Justified about, even though I've already seen it? Well Thank you for asking, Ben. <laughs> justified <laughs> thank you for setting up that that uh seminar for me. That's great. <laughs> it is um I would describe justified and you'll, you know, feel free to disagree, as you will. It's like it's it's a modern day it's pretty much a modern day western right that's that's what justified is I won't disagree with that because that is what that seems like it's it's like a neo western how about that yeah ooh neo western yeah, I would say that's what that is because the main character acts like he's seen too many westerns and probably has it, it is it is a uh hillbilly noir how about that ooh. The, it, it it is it is uh entry into the long established and cherished. Genre of Hillbilly Noir. That's even better, but that one would not sell me on watching it. (laughs) Really? Curiosity, maybe. (laughs) I was going to say, if somebody said Hillbilly Noir TV show, I'd be like, yeah, okay. All right, I'll see what that is. I'd watch it out of curiosity, but not out of excitement to watch it. Okay. Uh, So Justified stars Timothy Oliphant as uh, U.S. Marshal Raylan Givens. He played Hitman in Hitman. Yes, he played the bad guy in Die Hard 4. Oh, he also played the traveling salesman character in one of the last seasons of The Office. He played Deadwood in Deadwood. Oh, I didn't know that one. I'm out of Timothy Oliphant. And that concludes this week's round of naming things that Timothy Oliphant was in. (laughs) Well, last week it was naming things that Kevin Bacon is in. Which is everything. Yes, yes, it is everything. Who who is he in Justified? Uh, He plays... um, He plays... uh... A hill person? Yeah, a hill person. He's one of the hill people. Oh, that show is so good. <laughs> All right, uh, U.S. US Marshal, Dep- uh, Deputy Marshal Raylan Givens uh, is on assignment in Miami, and he shoots a guy, and his uh, repercussions he's sent back to his hometown of Harlan, Kentucky, or Bloody Harlan, as it is sometimes called. I heard you never leave there alive. You never get out of Harlan alive. Nobody does. Nobody at all. And it's uh, you know, it's uh, it's Marshall dealing with these seedy low lifes and, uh, kind of confronting some some uh, some things from his past that he kind of ran from. It's uh, really good, well acted. Uh, the writing is is top notch. It's based off of a short story by Elmore Leonard. Ah. Who of course we all remember from his uh, short fiction and writing, uh, books like Out of Sight and Get Shorty. I have heard of Get Shorty. Didn't know it was R- him. Rum Punch. Don't don't know that one. These are things he uh he had an interesting career because he started writing a bunch of westerns, like he did a lot of western stuff early in his career, and then he made a transition later on to crime drama. Oh, and now the show is kind of both. Yeah, it is. It's kind of like a, a nice uh mashup of the two, but it's uh it's a fun show. I'll I'll call it a fun show. Uh, great great uh. Secondary characters, like any character actor you can think of, ha- they, they bring on the show and then everyone is just at their best, doing their best work. Like they, They'll they'll bring on people like uh, Jeremy Davies from Lost and have him have, be, have a recurring guy. Oh, uh, he's the best. Walton Goggins. Uh, Michael Rapaport is on for a season and he is just fascinating. Didn't you go to high school with Walton Goggins? Yes, I did. I went to high school with <laughs> Walton Goggins. <laughs> Except he's, like, 20 years older than me, so we went to the same high school, just 20 <laughs> years apart. Well, if all time happened simultaneously,
1: sure, yeah, went
0: to high school with him. I, I, there were times when I was walking to class where I felt like the specter of Walt Goggins <laughs> was, like, walking beside me. <laughs> wow. I wish I knew someone I famous know. that came from here. The, then our hanging judge and where True Grit happens. Oh, right. Yeah, True Grit. It's a great movie. Both of them, they're actually both pretty good. Oh, I need to watch those. But yeah, I, I'll agree with your your choice because I like that show. <laughs> Margot Martindale was on for a season. Uh, everyone she, watched that one. She won an Emmy. But I will let me put out a little warning here because I, it's a, it is a it's a, it's a cable show, and I I kind of fell in love with it early on and recommended to a bunch of people like everyone i knew like uh, family members like my dad i got him season one for christmas one year but this this weird thing that happens in later seasons that maybe it's just my perception changed or i paid more attention but it feels like at some point they got a memo that's like oh we're we're on we're on cable right so Let's just be as blue as possible. Let's just <laughs> just be be like really, really rough. Like the the language they use is kind of kind of shocking that it's on basic cable, not like HBO or something. I I blame it on Game of Thrones. I think Game of Thrones has ruined television. That yeah okay, that's what we're gonna end with. <laughs> Game of Thrones has ruined television. I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. So check out Better Call Saul and Justified. And apparently, Justified. don't check out Game of Thrones. Justified, the show where literally every character is doing a crazy voice. Well, it's not like just, just crazy voices. Oh, I'm, your, I'm your daddy, Raylan. Arlo Givens. Those crazy southern accents, not just crazy voices. Okay, they're pretty crazy. though. That would be even better if everyone just did random crazy voices. If one guy talks like a duck. That's great. <laughs> that That's true, everybody. Watch the show and you'll find out which character it is. There's a character called YOLO. <laughs> oh, God. I always forget about that one. Pat Oswalt was really good on it. Oh, man, he was really good. Ah, I need to watch it again. Or did oh. get back to where I was. Also, the the final season's on right now. It's airing, final season. So they're wrapping it up. It's going to have a proper ending. Six seasons, no movie. movie. Oh, Check it out. They might still try to do a movie. No, no, because everyone's going to die at the end. You never leave Harlan alive, Ben. Well, they don't have to leave Harlan, then. They can stay in Harlan for the next movie and then they can all die yes yes the the, the main bad guy by one goggins is fantastic oh he is he, he and raylan go way back they dug coal together back in the day which as we all know forms a bond between two men deeper than blood uh, that's what they always say and i <laughs> doubt it so listeners if you knew any two people who dug coal let us know how bonded they were okay <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm done talking about justified my apologies uh, well, I'm already done with mine, so I guess we're done with the podcast. Uh, wait, no, Ben, hold up! We yep. have to play feedback. Ah, do we have to? We only have, we have to one. play. We have to play <laughs> feedback like it's a game. <laughs> oh, feedback. Okay, all right. We'll go to feedback. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, a Elmo Leonard. Uh, A is not Elmo Leonard, it is (laughs) Elmore Leonard. Uh, I've heard it both ways. Okay, you say A, Elmore Leonard. No, A, Elmo Leonard. I'll go with A. Okay, you you think it's A. A. Is that the ultimate last forever... Do you do you solemnly swear to say I do to this answer, to have it to hold, to cherish from this day forward, till death do what? you part from this answer? Wait, am I, I going to get married to this answer? No, hey, don't worry about it. Just put your hand on this Bible. Put this okay. ring on this. Okay, all right. Uh, yes, I'll put my hand on Get Shorty and say that it is A. Hey, wait, the title's on the book. Yeah, it's A. Don't, don't look at that. Okay, A. you, you think it's A? And
1: you're correct oh
0: yes that was a close one thank you for putting the book literally in front of my nose yeah good one Ben way to go thanks Brian okay wow things are really heating up Uh, I don't know I don't know if it could get much hotter than this if it gets much hotter we're gonna have to get out of my kitchen and go back to the living room really should have cooled down the enchilada first okay for half a million dollars here is the next question what is the legal drinking age in the state of arkansas is it a 89 is it b 21 is it c 23 or is it d 42. ooh all right uh this one I, i i live here so i should know this one but i just can't think of it right now let me just think back I'm, I, I'm sure that I've heard this one before. Did you, did you just say you live at Regis's house? <laughs> no, no, the, the question, the, the question. I, I live at the Regis... That would explain so much how these towels keep hitting up on my floor. I think that's Joyce. Sound. Oh, the mail's here. Oh, great, thanks. What's this? A letter. For me. All right, welcome to the feedback portion of the show. Uh, if you're listening to the show, we invite you to you know, participate, right in. Our email address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Again, that address is happycastfeedback at gmail.com. Uh, check out our website, happycast.website. Uh, you'll find all the shows there. Leave a comment. Look us up on iTunes. Leave a review there. that really helps us out a lot. Tell a friend. Share the show with a friend. Facebook and Twitter. We're there. Base, Facebook and Twitter, do it all. Although I'd say share the show with a friend, but I, if I were a listener, I don't know if I would share it to a friend. I don't know if I would be <laughs> so stoked to be like, "Hey, check check this out. It's pretty good." We are so—that's how good we are. Everyone just uh, wants to immediately share it with their friend, but they're I too terrified. To I need to tell the world. We're, we're terrifying people. But yeah, right in, riding with your own happy hour bubble control, whatever. Or calling any, any I guess. Any segment, participate, sure. All that stuff. Or send an MP3, which is kind of like calling, but with email. The possibilities are limitless. Yeah. Actually, they're kinda of limited. That's all the possibilities. We kinda of yeah. laid them all out. I think we named all of them. Uh leave a comment on Feedburner. Is that a thing you can do? Well, this week, guys, uh, we only have one piece of feedback and so it comes disappointed. To us, <laughs> I know. It comes courtesy of the new today. The so, Ben, why don't you uh, tell us what The New Today has to say? Uh, she says no subject. Now, you can read the middle of it. That doesn't seem uh, like a fair way to split this up, but okay. Yeah, I think I think it's plenty fair. The New Today says, Heidi ho, thar, burn, and funky, unky, bri-bri. My happy hour pick of the week is having the option to drink alcohol. Hmm? Just in life, is an option. <laughs> I guess uh, you know. I guess it's something you can people can do. Yeah, sometimes. In my experience thus far, totes legally. By the way, nudge nudge, wink wink, say no mo, say no mo. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alcohol kind of tastes terrible unless you mix it with frozen fruity wonder. But having the option now is super cool. She just turned twenty one, by the way. By the way, this is all verbatim. This is how this is written. Yes. (laughs) This is exactly what it says. Uh, But yeah, so yeah, it's a birthday today, and I guess that's why. Are we going to start a happy cast birthdays? This week on the happy cast, we have (laughs) Mrs. Panther. Her birthday. Brought to you, brought to you by Smucker's jam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we can start doing that. Everyone, email us your birthdays. <laughs> sure, we'll do birthday well wishes here. Happy birthday, everyone! It happy, is your birthday. Happy birth birthday, Mrs. Panther slash Happy one hundredth birthday. Happy birthday, my sister, the new today. Ninety-eight years old today. Wow! Wow! And she can finally drink alcohol. You know, that's that's the law in Arkansas, I guess. You have to be 89 to drink alcohol? Yeah, I, th- I think that's what it is. It's pretty harsh. Yeah, unless you're grandfathered in. I shall continue this email saying, uh, um, my bumper troll is whenever you almost <laughs> accidentally get into a car with a stranger. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. <laughs> how, how often does that, is it a common occurrence does that happen a lot? As common as dog snubbing. <laughs> Uh, I'm basically a kidnapper's dream. I do all the work for him. Uh, okay. I w- do we okay. Talk a, to her is her about this? Is this a specific uh, occurrence that she's talking about? Or I, should, I, should this be on the danger zone? It sounds like a danger zone. Is this the like the time that I drove to the store, bought a couple things, came out? And tried to unlock my truck, and I was like, "Why isn't Why isn't this unlocked? I don't understand." I I spent a good thirty seconds, like, "Why doesn't this key work?" <laughs> and then I and then I, I I kind of look up and notice that my truck is parked right beside this truck that <laughs> kind of looks like mine. Whoops! Were your glasses I, on that day? I just before I had glasses. Oh, that, maybe that's your problem. <laughs> yeah, now I can I can identify my vehicle very easily. But I looked around, like, "Oh, I hope nobody." Saw me try to get in that wrong truck. Should I walk back in the store like I forgot something? I uh, a i to get out of here, and I just floored it and got out of the parking lot. Oh, I wonder if the guy was just inside watching. Like, oh, some guy's trying to steal my truck. Why are he trying to get my <laughs> truck? Yeah, it's pretty embarrassing. Oh, Brian. Oh, funky, unky, Bri bry. But good thing that truck wasn't unlocked. I would just jumped in the wrong vehicle. You might have noticed when the car, or the truck didn't turn on. Hopefully. Follow-up follow up question. Uh, for the new today, um, how? Why? Did, we need examples. Did this happen? Is this a thing that happens a lot? It's it's a very relatable thing. This happens to everybody almost every day. The key. <laughs> the key word here is almost. So it sounds like it's never happened. Thankfully, it's just a almost occurrence. I, I hope it's kind of like yours and not that they were in the car and she tried to get in. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty wild, right? I I've, <laughs> I've often thought, like, what? Like, I, I see this guy just sitting in this car in the parking lot. What would he do if I just got in the passenger seat? Like, hey, hey what's going on? Was Where are we going? Drop. <laughs> you got you got the stuff. Yeah, see that that would be kind of terrifying if someone starts talking to you, acting like they know you but they don't. Oh yeah, It's basically my worst nightmare. Um, and uh, the, she concludes the email. Uh, go ahead and uh, you finish that part, Ben. Uh. I refuse to because it's still her email, and also that is not the correct ending. It says, anyway, keep keying the Pappies the new today. Yeah, but you you don't key Pappies, you stay happy. That's just how it goes. Yeah, that's uh, all the emails, I guess. We got one. Yep, one email this week. Uh, We would like to personally thank the new today for taking the time to write in the podcast because nobody else did so (laughs) that makes you our default listener of the week oh let's start doing a listener of the week that's a good idea and every listener of the week wins uh our admiration i only have so much admiration to to give ben but uh, okay and we will publicly name them on the facebook page or the twitter Unless they'd rather stay anonymous. They don't want to be publicly named. Well, I don't mean like their real name. (laughs) I mean like the new today instead of her real name. I said it before. Sure, sure. sure. That sounds good. Uh, So that concludes feedback, and I suppose the show in general, we're done. Um, I think so. So, wow. Hey, thanks everyone for listening. It's blew by today, I think. Yeah, it feels like we've only been talking for maybe 20 minutes, and we're already done. (laughs) Wow. Uh, So thanks for listening. We hope we'll catch you next week here on HappyCast. Until then, remember, keep happy. happy. Okay. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure Brian said it was 89, but that's ridiculous. It's 21. It's 21. Yeah, 21. Uh, whatever letter that was, B. 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 21. B. 52. So you, for you, you, you're saying 21 forever. 21. Yes, I am forever 21. Okay. Final answer. Okay. You say it's you say it's 21, and you are. Correct. Oh, I want to have a half a million dollars. Whew. All right. This is it. This is the big question. Only, only a handful of special gifted people have ever even made it to the million dollar question. You should feel honored to be here. Do you know all their names then? Uh, there was John Carpenter. There was uh, Charisma Carpenter. Wow. There was... <laughs> <laughs> The the, the movie director, John Carpenter. All the carpenters. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Every carpenter. You're the only non carpenter to ever make it to the million dollar question. It's out of control. Whoa. All right, Regis, calm down. Calm down, Regis. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Million dollar question. Serenity now. Okay. This is it. For a million dollars, what was the answer to the final question on the game show in the movie Slumdog Millionaire? Was it A, C, was it B, A, was it C, B, or was it D, D? Oh, oh no, I've never seen this movie. For a million dollars, Slumdog Millionaire, very popular movie, won a bunch of awards, best picture. What's it about? It's about it's about me. Regis is in that movie. Oh, I've I've never seen it. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with ask the audience. Yeah, you cannot ask the audience. You can use a fifty-fifty, or you can phone a friend. Oh, okay. It looks like Brian might know. He's jumping around and waving his hands. Hi, Brian. I, I've also never seen Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, oh. Why are you waving at me? Just some say hey. Like uh just remember you need to you need to win this mighty save the podcast, or we're gonna be broke again. Oh, it yeah, good point. No no pressure no, on me. <laughs> those are the stakes. Okay, I, I better use fifty-fifty. Okay, computer! Please take away two of the wrong answers, leaving Ben with the correct answer and one of the wrong answers. Alright, so the computer leaves you with BA or C, B. If I picked C, would I still be right since C and B and B is A? So C covers B and A? But what if the answer is A? Then you're wrong. But C is B and B is A. But who's up first? Good point. Uh, I I still have one lifeline. Uh, I think I'd like to use it. Okay, find a lifeline. Uh, who? Ed? Who is your lifeline? Who do you want Regis to dial up on his cell phone? Well, uh, I, I can't call Brian because he's here, and I only, I only know one phone number. I'm gonna have to go with Chad Snyder. Okay. I tell Regis his phone number so I can punch it in. I gave that to you beforehand. It's on my forms. I don't, I don't know how to save things on my phone. Regis doesn't have contacts. He doesn't ah. call people. People call him. Well. He told me it's one seven seven happy none, but that's our number. Okay, here we go. I hope he's home. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it, Chad didn't answer. What happens now? You forfeit. You lose, sir. <laughs> All right, try, try the number again. Hit redial. Maybe it's Happy Bun Hello, this is Chad Snyder oh, hey Chad oh, Are you watching hey. live?
1: Uh, no, I've been just sitting by the phone Waiting for you to
0: call Okay, Chad Snyder Ben has a question for you A million dollars is all on the line It's up to you
1: Oh, gee, that's a hundred lot of pressure to put on old
0: Chad Snyder But I guess I'm ready Okay, Ben Go ahead you have. You have 30 seconds. Read the question. All right, Chad Snyder. What was the answer at the end of Slumdog Millionaire? Was it B, A, or C, B? I remember this movie really well, because I I saw it in the theater with, with, with my friend. hear me? He's a good guy. He always... I only always have 30 knows. seconds. Oh, okay, sorry. i I can tell you i i know 100% Chad Snyder knows. Okay, so he's run out of time. He thinks the answer is C, B. He sounded pretty confident. He did, uh... But I hate Chad Snyder, so I'm going to go with B, A. I've got gonna... Regis is gonna lead in real close. And he's gonna whisper right into your ear. Is that your final answer? Regis... He's back up. You smell weird. Uh, But yes. Yes. Yes, it is. It is. I'm sure because Chad is always wrong. It's B-A. All right. Aramis. You you, you said it was B-A, and you (sighs) are correct. Ah, You've done it. You've won a million dollars. You've got the big enchilada. ah, ah, Brian, you can have the enchilada. I don't want it shop challenge Big Angelata <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah uh, thank you Regis uh, I'll take the ch- check now bye alright Regis is pulling out his checkbook he is writing a check to Ben HappyCast he's writing a million dollars how many zeros it's like three I think it's a million zeros okay one for each and dollar million dollars and alright let's go there you go. There's your check. And thank you for playing. Who wants to be a millionaire? Please lock my door on your way out. Bye, Mr. Crew. Philbin. Ben. Is- oh, wow. Ben, I can't believe you did it. You, uh, It's incredible, Ben. It's incredible. I couldn't have done it without you and the podcast. Thanks, Brian. Thank you for being amazing. a friend. Thank you for being a friend now what do we do oh around the world (laughs) back again your heart is true your pal and a confidant. no then if you if you had a party invited everyone you knew it's a big party you just invite everyone everyone you've ever known you would see the biggest gift would be from me no and the card attached would say (laughs) you in a box thank you (laughs) This is your (laughs) surprise! No one else is gonna get a human sized box. (laughs) It's a pretty big box. Thank you for being a friend. I guess all we gotta do now is go find Slade and give him this giant check. (laughs) He ripped out a giant check from his giant checkbook. (laughs) His giant checkbook. Regis has unusually big checks. Respect. Good job team, now that you've paid me back and finished all this, try a public radio show.